Hello. Welcome. Hello. To the Movie Overload podcast. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> is this how we're opening the I, I hope it is. I think that we should. <laughs> I'm I over here just, just my voice is dying. <laughs> I was just going to go for it. <laughs> you interrupted my intro. Well, I mean, heck, that's fine. <laughs> they know. <clears throat> As they know. I was saying... Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Movie Overload podcast, <laughs> where we will be covering 100 essential films from A Trip to the Moon to Parasite and everything in between, except flippin' Woody Allen. Nothing involving Woody Allen really belongs anywhere, um, Amen except that. In, in hell, <laughs> maybe, yes, if, if, sure. if one believes in hell. Um, I concur. Yeah. Mm. Metal fans, I guess. No, why, why am I? Are you a metal fan? No, I have that meme with like you know the the two guys like holding hands like you, oh, you yeah. know, and the it's like just predators. like metal fans, Christians believing hell exists. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, um, we should so. watch the movie that that's from. Is that from a movie? I'm I'm fairly certain because it's, is it like it's like the two like big like muscle buffy bound, like yeah, arms guys buff yeah it's boys. it's totally a shot from Predator oh really yeah oh. <laughs> Predator uh which is good I think it's Predator by the way I might be making that up what's your name uh I'm Hunter it is uh, um, that's your name it is I crawled I out am... of the corner to tell you this thank you I am Hananana. And for the time being, and maybe forevermore, you can call me Al. Wait. Close. Jennifer. No. Reese. Okay. I did it. I remembered. Okay. I'll call you Jennifer. I'm Jennifer. Can I call you Jen or Jenny for we can, sure? We can be, I can be Jenny for this episode. I like it. I can be whatever. I love that name. Honestly, I respond to every name, which <laughs> every makes it name. really confusing when anybody is trying to talk to anybody I'm with because I also respond to that name. Like, and I was like, hey, Billy Bob Joe. You're like, yes. That is me as well. Hello. Hello. I identify as everyone around me. <laughs> I uh... <laughs> My name is whoever the person to the right of me's name is. <laughs> that would be such an exciting way to live your life. What if there's a problem and we're like complaining about a movie or like talking about Wizard of Oz and how much it maybe sucks? You should listen and find out. Um, but oh, you're like, gosh, Victor, director of the film. And I'm you're sorry. Like, oh, gosh, sorry. You're now I feel bad. <laughs> it's like, wait, no, it's not. Me. It's not what I meant. It's not. Sorry, is there? Oh, there's another Victor. No, that is no. I'm saying like, you, Other than you me. took the joke right. I meant in in the context of the joke. Like, okay. Anyway, I digress. This is a move. Wait, you digress too? Oh my gosh, we have so much oh, in common. I know. This is why this I've podcast works. I've started saying that very frequently. <laughs> it works. It makes I guess we all digress. Which is fine because it's only a three-hour, ten-minute movie we're trying to cover today. So it's not like there's a lot of information or a lot of things to say about I gotta it. Talk about that. But why is it so long? I had to keep the spoilers from you guys. You guys are like, oh, it's like a two-part movie. It's so long, and I'm like, I know why. 
I could tell you stories. And I'm, I'm going to tell you. I was really hoping it would be like a five-part movie. Like I could have used Ooh. like another like two and a half times the length of that movie. I don't know That's why, weird. but when that happened, I was like, you know what? This really could go on for so much longer. And for some reason, I think I would still be invested. Yeah. That's, that's true. It just felt mm-hmm. like it could have more acts. Uh, yeah. It could hypothetically keep going. Obviously, there's some unresolved things at the very end that, you know, you kind of have to be like, oh, I'm sure that's not going to go down. I, well. Oh. Uh, okay. And that's, you just kind of have to deal with it, okay. which is okay. But I was like, I am ready for this to be over. It is very long. And I'm. I was, not, yeah, struggling. You guys definitely both felt bit. the length. Yeah. And I know that we, we watched it with Friend of the Pod Aiden, and he definitely felt the length. Yeah. I just didn't. I don't really know it why. It just, it was like, yeah, this is good. I'm, I'm, I'm having, I'm invested the entire time. I think it's interesting. Yeah. That's I good. I wish that I felt more that way. I was just. Yeah. I don't know if it was just the day or being tired, but I was like, mm. I think it's just that I'm really boring. No, I can really, I can handle a hey, slow thing. I'm just I'm boring. boring. Obviously, yeah. no, you're you, not. you picked this movie for a reason because people like it and yes. appreciate it. Obviously, I mean, because it was into voted it, the best French film in history. Yeah, like yeah. there was something about like a bunch of like 600 like French critics or something in 1995 were like, this is the best movie ever made. So like yeah, people appreciate it. So you know it's I fine, appreciate but it. just obviously it hit us a little less. Uh, Aiden and Hannah both gave it three and a half stars on Letterboxd. Spoilers, uh, I gave it four. I was kind of, I was maybe closer to a Wait, three and a half though. Wait, what did you give it? Four and a half. Yeah, okay. and that's what we're saying. We don't oh, judge you. Like I'm jerk. happy for you that you liked it. More. Well, no, that's the point. I wish the, I liked. That's it what more. I like about this podcast. That's what I was hoping is that we'd all have like different opinions yeah. on a movie and not all hate Wizard of Oz. I mean, or not spoilers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, uh, so you know. That's you know what is. movie we also didn't like? Gone with the Wind. A longer movie. Which this movie drew comparisons to. For sure. Uh, it was actually like, apparently in America, it was like marketed as like a sort of French Gone with the Wind. Oh. Which huh. is kind of interesting. That makes so much sense. Yeah, <laughs> like you can kind of see how they would be like, oh yeah. But one of them... We have to make it insanely long. Right. <laughs> but one of them I like, and the other one is, yeah. is mean. <laughs> what? That's how I... Yeah. That's the only way I can describe Gone with the Wind is no. it's mean. That's valid. I affirm that statement. And this one was just like, you know... What? Yeah. Dramatic French love triangle, which, you know, is like a trope basically now. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's true. Yeah, there's a lot going on, but like I feel like it just it's a lot more interesting historically, both just in the context of what it's actually doing in the movie mm. and also with the, just what was happening in the world around it. Because yeah. I tried to learn World War Two history because of this movie, Dang. and it's kind of confusing, and there's kind of a lot going on, which I guess is typical of something like World War Two. Just, just like here's something that. It's complicated. It's very right. twisty and turny, and it's kind of hard to wrap my head around. <laughs> but it's all good. It is. So the movie came out in 1945. It plays itself as if it's in two parts because of reasons that we will get to momentarily. 
Womp. Directed by Marcel Cornet. I, wow. I guess. Beautiful. He, he was a dude. Made under some awkward war conditions from 1943 to 1945. Whoops. Awkward. <laughs> yes. Awkward. Awkward to say awkward. the least. German occupation. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, no. Hitler's here. Like I don't coming. know. God. Right. Oh, like, man. And that's the kind of thing I had to learn about because I'm oh, uneducated God. and I don't know things about World War II. Oh. So I don't know if you know. But like. Indeed. Yeah. Like Vichy France and stuff was like all about this. That doesn't make any sense. We're all about it. I'm tired. Here. Guess who isn't tired? Hannah? Hopefully the listener. Maybe. Hopefully. At least Hopefully. they'll be one of us. It's true. I am a, I'm a little tired. I'm also cold as fudge. It is cold today. Like. Which I, I'm glad for. I always have hot feet. I don't know why. <laughs> but lately, like the past three days, my toes have been frozen. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't get what? warm. <laughs> Like, what's wrong with me? Who am I? So I've really lost um, all sense of identity because of my cold feet. I'm I'm Hot Feet Hannah. That's what everybody knows Literally, that's what they call me. (laughs) Don't tell Quentin Tarantino. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't. I sent uh, Haven, sister of the pod, this little meme the other day. And it was like, people with hot feet be like, and it's like these two little stands at the end of the bed holding up the blanket. So it's like. Up, held above your feet <laughs> and i'm always sticking my feet so out so feet are like ventilated yeah that's it's like a little canopy like they're not actually mm. touching the blanket that's usually, great. i usually yeah. at least just don't sleep with socks on i i put my cozy socks on last night i did as well because it. it's cold i have to have socks. my feet like wrapped in like so Basically, what I do when I'm in bed, wrapped in uh-huh. what? I have a blanket, okay, uh-huh. and I tuck the blanket like under me, like what? like around me, like I'm encased in a cocoon. You're a burrito of blanket, sure. and then Ooh. that's under the sheets. And you would think that would make it hot and sweaty. It actually yeah. does the opposite because the blanket is kind of like cool and it's ventilated because there's like air running through the sheets over the blanket, and then I'm like in a little bubble, but then. I also have the weight of the comforter, you know what I mean? Right. Without having to be made sweaty by it being up against me. Mm-hmm. I'm inspired. This is fascinating. You know what I just you know what I just realized? <laughs> what? I don't think we've said the name of the movie yet. Oh. Wait, really? <laughs> but we did talk about our feet and sleeping habits. I mean, the, the listener should know what it is because they, you know, selected it. They there was a title. Hopefully opened it from a list of other things that they could but be listening maybe to. Thank didn't. you. It was called uh, L'Enfance de Paradis yes. from 1945. Otherwise known as Children of Paradise in America. Yeah, really is that like Bachelor right. in Paradise? Oh my God. Uh, yeah, it's exactly like <laughs> yes. that. Yes. No, it's so funny. Well, just like, like five-year-olds. The whole thing that like... <laughs> It seems I'm sorry. Like, it seems like scared. the whole thing that the, the title is referring to is so like completely European, like tied to like European theater hmm. that it, like hmm. I, I didn't get it at all. Yes, yes. And it's kind of two steps removed and you can't even pick it up from the translation in the uh, subtitles hmm. because there's this kind of a step removed. Apparently, per- paradise or whatever, the, the French word mm-hmm. for paradise, paradise is like a colloquial term for the top set of seats where all the like poor mm. people gather and are kind of boisterous and very being very honest about their feelings about the show. Boisterous. So you know, huh. they're the ones that like the actors are kind of really trying to win over mm. and stuff. So it's called Paradise. So the children of Paradise would be the people who fill those seats. And but in apparently in British theater, those seats are called the gods because they're like 
the gods that you're trying to appeal to, which is how they're referred to in the subtitles, which I had to oh. kind of figure out as mm-hmm. I was watching. That's it's so like, cool. Oh, the, the gods is just the seats. Like, it's just that section. Hmm. So, so again, though, you can read the subtitles and not catch the meaning of the title. Right. Which is kind of weird. So yeah, reading about it, that was one of the things mm-hmm. that they talked about. So that's what that is. Fun. Also, I I want to I want to go back to that thing that I said previously yes. of Bachelor in Paradise, but with five year olds. <laughs> They're all five, okay, all of them. So it's okay. Yeah, there's no there's no fucking Woody Allen shit going on. Yeah, it's all just five year olds being cute. <laughs> and the and only like drinking is hands. out of juice boxes. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's actually a very wholesome show. It airs on PBS. That's how wholesome Whoa. it is. PBS. Yeah. <laughs> get with it. <laughs> and they were able to get the Bachelor name. Yeah. Is that not like Elmo is actually the trademarked? host? Whoa. It's, it's yeah. children in oh paradise. So. Can we get that? Can we get like one of these people who's really good at like doing an Elmo impression and just like make that happen? Just I know not, several people yeah. that could do that. Yeah. That I follow that, so weird. that one good TikTok account that I see occasionally of just somebody who has like an Elmo puppet and they they make him swear and <laughs> do drugs and things it's really great i mean that's incredible it's probably what he does anyway i guess what else is he gonna do you to know cope elmo with that is, job? is snorting a bunch of coke immediately <laughs> before he goes i would too with that career with the, how wild he is you know that's exhausting exactly almost elmo. elmo's got it rough yeah i mean man how do you how do you deal with like big bird you know like yeah. such an asshole you have to you i have wouldn't want to deal with that you have guy to be in your own world you know i agree R- rip the big bird guy right what happened to the I big bird guy? Did he, did he, oh, he did. Did he pass away like, I'm pretty like sure earlier did. this year or last year? Dang, that was, that was a little Sorry, that's like a random thing year. I just remembered. I yeah, that was a while ago. Big bird. But it was Gosh. like, oh, wait, he, he's like not the same anymore. Oh, maybe that's what he's coping with. Maybe. The fact that now there's a new big bird and he's <laughs> shitty. And he's shitty. Yeah. It's the same guy that played maybe Grover. Mother Trucker. And Son of a bitch. It. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just over here swearing in the corner. <laughs> Mother Trucker is as bad as it gets. Really? I know a few That's words that might be a little worse. Mm. Do you want me to list them off? I got a list. Crud? Poo poo. Don't say crud. Turd. Uh oh. Buckets? Oh, I. Buckets. Okay. Hey, hey. That's a good one. We're willing to be rated explicit. We're not being rated to just like get taken off of the website. That you're right. (laughs) We can't be a little little dice. Don't say buckets. The podcast places are going to be like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. buckets. No, stop. I'm going to have to edit you out. Wow, we are so (laughs) distracted today. (laughs) I wish I was. I wish I was editing Uh, this episode so that I could like put like censor beeps on like some of what you're saying. It'd be really funny. Yeah, I'm too lazy for that. I'm not doing it. (laughs) I know. I probably wouldn't actually do it either, but it would be kind of funny. You would think about it. Yeah. But now we said that, now we we both have mentioned that that is a possibility. And then I already said that I won't do it. Yeah. And so it won't make any sense if I do it. Whoa. Or maybe that's what the joke is that I'm saying I won't do it, but I did do it. And you already had to hear that. And you're like, wow, this is so confusing. Yes. What what is what is editing Jennifer gonna do? (laughs) Whoa. Editing Jennifer. Editing Jennifer slash Victor slash Hunter. Whoa. Maybe. Yes. Something. Slash Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm everyone. Slash oh, Obama. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Let's talk about the movie. Oh. 
We did. Fine. I did. I brought you all here. I know you were. You know, I was waiting for a long you time. Dragged for you dragged me out of bed to get this going. <laughs> Drove me over here. It was the opposite. I was gonna say actually we dragged him out of bed. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. You lied. I did. I arrived very late though. Sleep. To be fair, it's okay though. I had to wash my hair. It's all good. I washed my hair this morning too. Dang. Uh, okay. How about you? Did you, know, you wash probably your doesn't hair? have to wash hair. Garons. Garons. She doesn't have very much hair. That's Does an excellent not? point. I don't excellent know. Segue. She seems like she has a decent I, I, amount of hair. I, I, I didn't really pay attention. She just keeps it tied up. The, whole time. <laughs> the point is, this is a movie about yeah. a lady who everyone thinks is very pretty, and they all are like, "I'm gonna mess with her." <laughs> That's, Four dudes. Let's like, mess around. Oh yeah. Let me let me do all that. Uh, what I called flirting. Let yes. me do some of that. I'm just or, gonna say right now that I I could take some flirting lessons from this woman. <laughs> she say some lines, and I was like, Oh, yeah. what the she, heck? <laughs> she was pretty funny in the way that she dealt with people for sure. Yeah. Like, she was like, she was not gonna take any shit. Like she was like, Oh yeah. Well, let me tell you. Right but is. also, it was like. This mysterious yeah. vibe that like right. probably made them yeah, like her like, more. You never really actually mm-hmm. know that much like a, about her. Yeah, I feel, like you, I feel like you really get to know the other guys, at least to a decent extent. You get a feeling for yeah. who they are, and she's just like, "Here I am. I have no past, and I have no future, you but I'm here." And that's the thing I think is really me. interesting about it, though, because it's like it—it's this weird, like, stereotypically French thing of like. Is it like misogynist, right? Or is it horny? Or is it empowering? Or is it like what's going on? Because like you don't know that much about girls, but like everybody else really likes her, and she kind of calls a lot of the shots. But it's Mm -hmm. like it's like this weird like it's not just like you know what do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it it is weird, and I I don't know entirely what light it's even being presented in. I don't know entirely. That's true. I don't either. Yeah, there's there's definitely something about like everybody's kind of you know these these four men are all kind of fascinated by her in some capacity or another, at, and at kind of different points in time. But like none of they, they, none of them seem to be actually compatible. Wait, like, can we just list which four men? Right. Um. So first, I guess she's hanging out with the the thief criminal dude. Uh, what's his name again? Um, something. Lassenir. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and and then, then they seem to have some history, and then she's kind of like, I'm trying to get away from you, yeah. I think. Goodbye. Sort of. So it doesn't really work. He's kind of rough, you know? Yeah. And then there's the mime, Baptiste. He's cool. He's he's a mime. He's kind of like basically God yeah, in basically. this movie. He was interesting. Everybody's like, like, how do you the, exist? You're the, so pantomime, the pantomime scenes were pretty cool, actually. Yeah. I liked how much focus there was like on the theater bits. Mm-hmm. Mm, how it's yeah. just like, they're just letting it basically just be a filmed stage piece. Like, That's yeah. kind of why I feel I like that a lot. The, the length works. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just like, if it wasn't as long as it was, you wouldn't really have time for those things. And right. it would just be like, ah. Uh, off screen, he's a really good pantomime. It's true, you know. Yeah, and they let that be there and breathe. And I, I guess there was some hesitancy about doing some of those bits. Like some of the people working on it, like oh, I, have, I'll, I have notes about it, so we'll see it. But like, excuse me, somebody like was like, 
I don't, I hate pantomime. I'm not messing with this. And then some other people were like, it's okay. We'll do it. Like we will take care of those parts. You do everything else. And it was like, all right, cool. <laughs> Why do people hate pantomime? I don't know. <laughs> Cause it's creepy. It's funny. Uh, I mean, I guess that's true. And then there was the actor Frederick. Oh yeah. Uh, he was funny. He was, he was uh, he was very, mm-hmm. and then the, <laughs> yeah, he was interesting. <laughs> and then the the late entrant uh, Edouard de Montre, the the wealthy like count. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He was a dude. And then he was a dude. He, he had the like worst hair ever. He, he had very interesting hair. He was so was bad. Odd. Uh, That's yeah. true. So those are the four that she kind of dips in and out of these people's lives. There's also that time gap in the middle where she vanishes off with Edouard for like six years. I think they said. Damn. Something like that. So I guess he, he maybe got a got a good deal out of it. Edward. Yeah. Hmm. With a U. And funny thing is, all of these people are based on real people <gasps> that oh. were basically just named the same. Yeah. Um, like there was an actual like famous mime who played at that theater, which is also a real place. The like the, the funambule or yeah. whatever, which apparently means like a theater of tightrope walkers. Cool. I guess that's what that means. Interesting. But yeah. his his real name was Jean Gaspard uh, Debreu, something, and his stage name <laughs> was Bubble. Baptiste. Bubble. So they just called him. <laughs> that was his character in, in this. Gotcha. And I'm sorry for all the French pronunciations. I don't know French things, and this movie's very French, obviously. So <laughs> it's hard. You. And I am uh, impressed. Everybody else, or uh, Frederick Lemaire and Pierre Lassonaire, those was just their, their real names in real life. Dang. They were just actual oh. actor and criminals, respectively. Uh, and then Edouard de Montre is more fictional, but based on uh, someone called uh, Duke de Morny. Hmm. And Garance was just Garance. I guess he was just Garance, yeah. yeah. We did not mention her. I think there was more kind of interest in in writing it as just like, what if we took all these people and put them in a movie together? (laughs) And then they did. (laughs) I mean, okay, that makes sense because it does have that like, you know, they're they're coming from very, very different directions and Mm -hmm. very different places and whatever. Mm -hmm. And you kind of just see their paths intercross in all these weird ways, especially by the end. They're all like very intermingled and Mm -hmm. these conflicts. And it's like, right. She just is the thing that ties them all together. Yeah. Ultimately. Mm -hmm. But there's also like the theme of like kind of most people in the story having something good mm-hmm. and then abandoning that thing that they have that's good in search of something that they think is going to be better and then losing both things. Yeah. And for like a yeah. lot of them, Garance is that. But for other ones, for for other people, she's just like the catalyst for them choosing to do that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So I do think it's interesting that she's not like it's weird because she acts almost both in like a weird, like kind of MacGuffin, like mm-hmm. object context that people are fighting over and losing things. But she's also just as a character, a catalyst for change in like all the characters lives yeah. just by her being there, you know? That's yep. true. It's like she's fun. just at the center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like the donut hole. <laughs> yeah. In the midst of everything. Uh, we need to watch Knives Out again. It's the perfect time to watch Knives Out. It's a good fall movie. I thought it was Donut Hole, but it was just a smaller donut. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) And inside that donut was another hole. So good. (laughs) Yes. Uh, 
else? What else? I don't know. Is there anything else that we have thoughts about the content of the movie? I'm sorry, I don't. That's the thing. I don't have a lot of uh, content on beyond that kind of piece. Well, why don't we do the historical context and then we'll let that lead into like actually discussing the film? Yeah. So, yeah. So this is the stuff that I didn't know about that I'm sure you have more more context on. But in 1940. Nazi Germany kind of invaded France. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. They did it a womp little womp. They did it a little bit. By which I mean they took over like half the country and maybe a little more than half the country. That sounds stressful. And the, the government kind of dissolved and became something new and very authoritarian. And that was, uh, that was what Vichy France was. And they were, that was basically a government that was like, yeah, we're still at war with Germany, but but also we're kind of we're kind of working with them a little bit because we have to. Right. Which you kind of see in Casablanca too. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. Yes. It it did come up in Casablanca and it like made that all make sense. Like I didn't know all that context and mm. now I do looking into it for this and it was mm. like, oh, that explains why there's these French people who are like kind of working with the Germans and it's like, yes, we kinda of, kinda of have to for for the time being. But also there's the whole um uh, like the freedom fighter or resistance uh effort that's happening too Mm. that's like you know french citizens that are like yes this is happening but like we're gonna do what we can to fight against that indeed freedom fighters i gotta read my notes that i wrote the freedom notes boy freedom fighters are an avatar (gasps) well yeah that's right but maybe that's what i was thinking did you just say blah, blah, said, to a blah, blah. country being taken over by Nazi Germany? <laughs> womp, womp. Wait, Occupied you remixed France? it though. Womp, womp. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about womp, that. Womp. It's originally Womp Womp. Credits to Haven. It is Womp Womp. Yeah. And I had to show them all that clip. Oh, yeah. They hadn't seen it either. Really? Yeah, it was funny. Uh, it's a classic. Oh my gosh, my, I'm so sorry. My phone just went off. Can edit that one out. Because you're so popular. Oops, no. He is though. He is. He's like constantly doing things. Like yesterday, he was running around like crazy. I know. He went on multiple dates with wait with friends. Two of them were with you. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and one was with friend of the pod, Eli. Yeah, yeah. Shout so out would to be Eli. On one day if you want. He really? He really wants to talk about Lord of the Rings with us. Oh, yeah. So, maybe. We'll get there in like two if, years. If we're willing to have him, have can, him on at that can, point, yeah. Can he... No. No, he cannot replace you. you no one can replace me. Them. But you yeah. know what? No. I will sacrifice this you know microphone. What? No. And I will let are, him use no. it. I will let him take I know take you're over. scared. I know. <laughs> but it'll be I'm okay. I'm taking one for the team. You will love them. You will. I promise. I'm squinting at I will make it you. so you love them. We've we've already discussed this. It'll be great. I'm still in denial, but that's fine. Uh, Hunter has his hand raised. Yes, Hunter, I'll call on you. <laughs> I'm here trying to bring it back around. <laughs> He's flapping his hand like a bird. I like Eli, and I like talking about Lord of the Rings. You're going to watch the Lord of the Rings. No! You're going to watch all three of them, and you're going to like it. You signed you know, up for I, this. I know you're really biased, and it's going to be hard to get you to actually like settle down into I'm it. I'm going to cry. I really hope we can make it happen, because they're so good. They're, Even if you just want to like, shit on it the entire time on the episode, whatever. I, I, you have three people I shutting might. you down, but you can do you it. Know, well, so I'm good. just... 
offering diverse opinions. Exactly. Yeah. That's fine. But as I want long you as to you be have one an of opinion them. because like, you've seen it. Boring exactly. as heck. No. That's the thing. Like they're the shortest three hour movies of all time, I swear. Like true. they fly by. I'm I'm glued to it the whole time. Even, even on repeat watches. Like I can't think of anybody oh. else who's watched them who's, who's that not. does not feel that oh, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I swear, I promise, like it's worth it. If you just I have a coworker. You gotta really try. <laughs> no. My boss Congrats. I said, You like Lord of the Rings? And he was like, Yeah, of course I love Lord of the Rings. And I was like, mm, I can't stay awake during them. And then my other coworker, she was like, Oh, they're so boring and long. And I was like, Thank no. God. I said, They're just walking and walking and then something bad kind of happens and then they're still walking. <laughs> You've watched the Hobbit movies? Yes. It's like the Hobbit, but way better. It's actually true. It's It's not not even longer. It's It's exactly the same. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they're the same. I'm getting them all triggered. All right, tell me about Children of Paradise. (laughs) You know what also was three? Pop out of that one. (laughs) You know what was also a three-hour movie? This movie. You know why it was split into two parts? Tell me why. It was not supposed to be split into two parts. (gasps) There were like film rules in Vichy France that made it so that feature films had to be 90 minutes in length. So they had to produce it as if it were two smaller 90-minute oh movies. That's why there's opening credits twice. That's why there's opening credits twice. Uh, and it was never even shown that way. It was never shown as like, or like, you didn't have to go twice. It was oh. always shown as one thing, but they had to make it as if it was two huh. just to fly under those rules. That's and so weird. The whole production of this thing was like ducking their head down, trying to be like, we're okay, we're fine, we're, we're totally waiting for the point that Germany is no longer occupying our country. We're fine. We're, We're fine. doing it. Everything is okay. Yeah. So like that was happening. Um, apparently a ton of the 1800 extras were actually French resistance agents. Oh were, like Using the production of the movie as like, this is what I do during the day. What? I'm a normal, just regular person with a job. Oh my God. Oh my this God. is what's happening. That's so cool. And they had to like come into contact with like, um, this was I, I wrote down like like collaborators or like Vichy uh, sympathizers who were just like assigned to watch over the project mm-hmm. because that's just what was happening. They were just like we gotta make sure we're doing things that are okay, which meant that they okay. were kind of aligned with Nazi things, which is not great. I don't know, it's weird, but like you know, so they were being resistance people, and they were like, oh, these are my enemies, and they're right in front of me, like all the time. And the set Crazy. designer and composer were Jewish. And Dang, had, and really? had to work in secret. Wow. Um, That's bonkers. Because their country was being occupied and like it was a weird time. They didn't a have a stressful. lot. They didn't have a lot of resources. Apparently, this is weird. This is kind of oxymoronic, I feel like. Apparently, there was like, there were film stock rations that were pretty low. They didn't have a lot of film to work with. And they're like, like set building supplies were pretty low. Mm-hmm. However, this film is also notable for having like the biggest single like studio set for any French film maybe ever because it's a quarter mile long. Oh Wait, what? Gosh. Trying to mimic the like the Boulevard of Crimes or whatever, which oh. is also a real place where that theater is. And that's everything. a set? That's a whole, that's a set and it's fucking huge. So it's like, holy things crap. we're noting. They're like, they didn't have a lot of supplies and it's a, they would have been crazy in normal times, but they made this enormous set. What? In, you know, wartime. 
Can they do that? Bonkers. I don't know. <laughs> Shit. I don't know. Is it that um, big? Huh? And there was like a big storm that like busted up a bunch of it and they had to rebuild parts of oh it. Oh my I gosh. Guess. Of course there so was. Like, How is that a set? I don't know. <laughs> um, Dang. God. Wow. Yeah. That's in. What? Oh, yeah. The original <laughs> producer, the like production was kind of messy. I think there were like. Uh, production people from other countries that had to back out because things got weird mm. you know in 43 and whatever the original producer had to completely back out due to suspicion from the nazis of like kind of like late like remote uh jewish ancestry oh my gosh there's all this weird stuff they had to get a completely different dp like part way through it, it was just kind of a mess so <laughs> that's insane yeah so they were a little stressed out they did. They they had some weird times. Fair, but they made but it through. They were holding out, they're hanging out. The invasion of Normandy happens, and the movie is delayed, understandably. And also, maybe they kind of wanted that to happen. Mm-hmm. So, like, that ended up letting like the movie kind of kept you know getting pushed back over these few years to the point that they didn't finish it until after French was liberated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is kind of what they were hoping for. That's cool. So. Man, that is crazy. In 1945, yeah. So, like, yeah. by that point, they were like, "France is France again. We're okay. We're getting, we're getting better. We're figuring things out. But okay. we can show our movie in its entirety in one sitting." That's I think they insane. said they showed it in like two theaters, and they had to kind of fight for it to be shown in its full length. But it sounds like, yeah, like even from the beginning, it's like you you went and you saw both parts right next to each other. Hmm. So it was just purely a, a device to kind of fly under the radar. I okay. hate that rule. Yeah, it's weird. It's so limiting. Right. Like if you like took this out is art, why do you care? If you took out that intermission, it wouldn't really change very much. You could put in like a title that's like time passes. Right. And then just keep going. Yeah. And it's okay. It doesn't not work the way it is. Right. Yeah, no. You know? Like it would be but, okay. But it's also like well, it adds ten minutes of length, you know, because yeah, exactly. there's opening credits twice. Yeah. Right. So it was kind of weird. Ooh. That was a fun thing. Uh there there was a different actor uh, the ragman jericho mm-hmm. who goes by many names apparently he was originally played by a different actor and he w- he was kind of tried and sentenced to death for collaborating with nazis oh <laughs> and, okay. and had to flee <laughs> what? That's fine. so so they ended up recasting that uh robert Le- levigan something uh was his original actor and they had to replace him with Pierre Renoir, who is Jean Renoir's older brother. Wait, what? Yeah. That guy is Jean He's Renoir's, Jean Renoir's brother? older brother. <laughs> and apparently, I didn't realize this, but they are both uh, the sons of the painter. Uh, I f- I'm forgetting his first name, uh, Renoir. He's like a famous painter. Wait, like, really? They're his sons, yeah. I learned this. The fuck? Like I'm shook. Eight hours ago. What? <laughs> I know. It's turd buckets to you. Turd buckets. The... Buck? <laughs> buck that works so yeah so they completely had to like redo a lot of his that character's scenes but there's one scene apparently where the original actor survives really? and it's in the second part where he's talking to natalie and he's like hey that lady or there's some there's somebody here that matters i don't remember exactly how it's phrased but he's basically telling her that garance is in the building and oh yeah Baptiste is probably gonna care and apparently, I didn't, I didn't notice. Oh. I, apparently, in that scene, uh, it's it's the the original guy. Interesting, and not Pierre. I guess Renoir, they look very similar. Brother of Jean yeah. Renoir. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it was. I really do like all of his lines, though. He was fun. When he's like listing out his names. Yeah, it's very dramatic and it's fun. I liked him. I really like. And there's like subtle kind of like they just slip in references to the things that you had seen him get before. Hmm. Like, I don't know. What was it? I think it. I don't think it was in that scene. I think it was in a different scene. But like, you know, he he picks up the silverware from uh or whatever like in the first part and then he says that to someone later he's like if you end up settling down and making a house you can just talk to me because i have silverware for you when you're probably gonna need silverware right <laughs> and like it doesn't like make you know complete reference yeah. to that but it's like yeah, he's got silverware and then i think he offers a watch to someone later and it's nice. like it's probably the watch that the, the dude stole <laughs> yeah. so i like that sorry i think that I is interesting before i said that no that's really cool i am a big fan of a lot of what this does mm-hmm. it, it kind of like his lines in, in particular remind me of like oh yeah it like kind of vaguely tries to sound shakespearean mm-hmm. while it's mm-hmm. constantly referencing re- referencing shakespeare but <laughs> <laughs> it references shakespeare it is sound shakespearean yeah like it is kind of going for that feel it feels like it is very just theatrical yeah. overall mm-hmm. I did like obviously that that's part of, of the text but it feels yeah. like it's ingrained in the, the whole structure of it and that's kind of, I think that's, that's ultimately the thing about the movie is it's like, yes, it does a, it does a good job at being dramatic and theatrical and cool from a production standpoint and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, grand, I guess. But it's not exactly like it's trying to like say something deep or mm-hmm. anything. And that's where I think a lot of yeah. people fall off of it from reviews and stuff that I've read or people being like, you know, technical masterpiece. Right. Um, and it, it's basically comes down to people debating like whether or not a movie can really be considered great when it's more technical Marvel than like philosophical Marvel, right. because it's like, you put this up against Grand Illusion, yeah, that's and it's what I was thinking. it's grander, it's cooler, it's everything <laughs> in pretty much every way. Mm-hmm. Um, but Grand Illusion is like a trillion times better, right? Yeah, I just like Grand Illusion for what it's saying and what it's yeah. making me think about. Right? Whereas, yeah, this even really though is... both have great dialogue, they're not oh totally both yeah, going I, to. I did for something. I really did know? like the writing in this. Like, yeah, again, like I guess we kind of touched on that already, but like, man, there were a lot of conversations that I was like. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really fun. All the like one-liners that, that yeah, I wanted they're, they're to remember. So, they're so witty like, with each other. It's great. But yeah, like it definitely did overall maybe kind of feel closer to something like Gone with the Wind. Or it's just like, not not to say it's been like Gone with the Wind was, but like <laughs> it's just not as impactful with the story that it's actually right. telling, I guess. But I mean, that's the me. thing is Gone with the Wind was trying to be impactful with the storytelling. Uh, it's just it had guess, a very, yeah. very shitty concept. Right. Like it was built on something very disgusting. And this movie isn't built on something very disgusting so much as it's just not really trying to say something. It's like, it's having fun with its characters. Yeah. You know, who I assume maybe people would have been aware of at the time. Mm -hmm. At least people making the movie were like, yeah, we know these guys. Let's make a movie about all of them (laughs) in just a wacky situation. And I really love the relationship between like, stage acting and like pantomime mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. those kind of two yeah. different kinds both. of theater just the way that they balance those two is really cool we get to see some nice blackface with yeah, that's the thing. yeah thanks uh, that was rough yeah but you know it, 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 it 
<laughs> Sorry, not to take away from that point because uh, you're right. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's just how that play's been done for a long time. Yeah, probably. and that's not excusing it even remotely. That's really shitty. Mm-hmm. It's a product of its time, and I don't like it. <laughs> it's yeah. a product of its time. Well, maybe just don't put on Othello. Yeah, <laughs> it's his favorite one. It's the only one he keeps referencing. I know <laughs> he's obsessed with that one for some reason, and I guess they're trying to have it maybe make something make sense with what's actually happening. He keeps calling her Desdemona, right? Like, I don't know like how much I, this ties in. I feel like it was an interesting layer mm-hmm. for me. Like it, it kind of kept me engaged a little bit more yeah. to like. I don't know. I'm not super familiar with Othello, obviously, but like, I thought it was cool. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, no, just. You just didn't need to... (laughs) It's fine. It's awkward. But yeah, I think overall this movie is... Because it's not like saying something like particularly like Mm. deep or amazing. Mm. It's the kind of movie that I could see myself rewatching in like, you know, five years. Just kind of being in that mood. Just like Mm. slapping it on. Showing somebody that movie and like being kind of wowed. and, And enjoying what it has to offer. But without it being like... Oh man, you have to see this! Right. Oh my god! Just, oh my god! It's just a good chill time. Yeah, it is rewarding, honestly. It is. Uh, it did very well when it came out. Nice. It was the third most popular film in France at the time. Uh, apparently, they with this with like the release of this, they kind of pioneered the concept of like reserving your seats in advance. Oh, I guess you mm-hmm. know, in 1945. Dang. Um, apparently the like studio exchange for that was like okay we'll do that but we're gonna charge people double (laughs) and it turned out really good dang bonus apparently it stayed in one of the two theaters that it was in for 54 weeks dang so you know being at the theater for over a year you're doing pretty good wow (laughs) wow wow yeah wow uh even Owen Wilson is impressed. Oh, oh. Owen, what are you doing here? Wow. That's incredible. Get out of here, you goose. <laughs> no, it's not about you. All right, I'm going to head out now. Wow, see you guys. Wow. Wilson Wilson. Wilson Wilson. Uh, it's on Ebert's uh, great movie collection. Of course it is. It's on Time's 2005 all-time 100 films list. Of course it is. Uh, and it's in the Criterion Collection, spine number 141. Of course it is. Yeah. yeah. It's, all, it's all out there. Marvelous. It's good. People like it. It is indeed good, and indeed oh. people like it. And the set design on those stages is so <laughs> It was cool. really cool. <sighs> that was fun. I feel like this is the first time I've seen something this theatrical in any of the films. Mm-hmm. We've watched, like, even the live Les Mis movie. Sometimes has shots or almost kind of looks like a set. Like they kept that some yeah. shots in there. I think semi theatrical mm-hmm. if you've seen the play or right. musical. Yeah, makes sense. And so saying this was pretty freaking cool. Indeed. Man, Go just, theater. Yeah. We, we were wowed by just the actual like on stage sets in yeah. the movie. Like no, was there was like that boat and the carriage yeah. and the building. And it was just like, huh? Yeah. And that like light <laughs> thing in the middle. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. It was wild. Those were just pretty fun to watch, just in their own right. I was like, I'm having fun watching 
with pantomime for the sake of pantomime. I would have gone to go see Baptiste for sure. But it's also like, oh, but I feel like they're also using it to say something about the characters. Like there is something that's happening here most of the time. Yeah, like, like it, it usually it, kind of responds to like Baptiste's feelings a yeah. little bit. Or if it's like the Frederic's scene, and it's like you get to see just kind of how rambunctious he is when he disrupts the whole play. <laughs> he just because he so feels good. like it. <laughs> that's one of my favorite like bits yeah. in probably any of the movies we've watched so far. It like the fun. way that he derails that entire mm-hmm. play goes entirely <laughs> off script and still makes it work. Right. Like, like everybody, everybody totally loves it, and all the like people in charge are like, "No!" The, the writers were just so <gasps> upset. That made me think too. This movie just like unexpectedly has the great trope of like two characters that talk in sync, just uh-huh. inexplicably, like a lot. Yeah, like they're they're not in the movie a lot, but most of their lines are said in unison mm-hmm. for just no reason. It's so good, and it made me laugh it every felt time. Very theatrical, yeah, as well. it was yeah. so funny. Like, I don't know why that was there, but I liked mm-hmm. it. <laughs> the mime guy kind of scared me. Yeah. yeah. His makeup. He just had an interesting face in yes, general. Yes, And I kind of liked, but like. I did too. Cool. And I was like, mm, you're cool and mm. talented. And I just have this like utter respect for you for right. no reason. But also <laughs> your eyebrows deeply disturb me. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I probably will imagine your face in my closet at night and I'm that's, afraid. That's quite true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aiden designated him as the mime that fucks. Yes, very early on. <laughs> he, like, he, like, he, he, knew. Just, he pops up on screen he's like, that mime fucks. Yeah. You know who else and fucks? he did, eventually. Oh, Ryan no. Gosling. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. oh yeah. He could have been the mime. I'm just casting him in everything. Indeed, that'd be fun. Oh, he can be a mime. If we had a modern day casting of this, though, actually, who would it be? As the as mime? Baptiste? As Baptiste, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, I mean, probably actually. Jake Gyllenhaal did just. <laughs> probably would be Jake Gyllenhaal. He just got nominated for a Tony. Nice. Wait, really? He did. What, for what? I don't remember. Are there even Broadway plays died. right now? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Or there were. I was complaining to Hunter the other day because the Tony nominations came out very delayed. They were supposed to happen. The ceremony was supposed to happen in June. COVID ruined that. So they just released nominations or, and are going to do it virtually or something. There's only one nomination for best actor wait in a musical i believe and it's aaron to so he just won yeah and i was like sad it's because they had such limited options for choices but also they could have nominated other people there were other musicals yeah but anyway yeah jake gyllenhaal was nominated for something i can't quite remember but Mm -hmm. it was a it was a time. It was a thing. Feels like it'd be so much harder to follow the Tonys because it's not like you can go see all of those plays. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in, unless you live on Broadway and you you just like own season pass. True. <laughs> to every play. like that's not really a thing, is it? Well, like, and now no one can if you're see just a anything. And you can yeah. Everything's closed. Right. That makes it even harder, obviously. But yeah, I was actually really excited for um. Oh, what's his name? Dave Malloy's new play, the like adaptation that he was going to mm. do of um, Moby Dick. Uh, oh yeah, which like had yeah. these crazy we, sets. And, yeah, I think maybe, pod? maybe, Everybody yeah. Else? I hope it actually still happens though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's someday they just postponed Broadway opening again till May 2021. So Dang. it's dead for a while. But Tom Hiddleston got nominated too. Mm. I just remembered that mm. for a slave play. Interesting. Did uh, so. uh did um what's what's his butt? That guy that I love, you know, um, the random one, 
No, mm. not the random one. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. The, the one what? from Split. Oh. Why did I forget oh. James McAvoy? Yeah. Did James McAvoy get nominated for Cyrano de Bergerac? I don't think so. When it was, was that so actually good. made? Like, I know it came out. It came out this year. It screened a while ago, but like. It was, was on it the West on? End, and it was like. Oh, well, no, it, was it, was like, it was It was 2020. Yeah. Oh, uh, then I don't think he'll. It, it wouldn't be up for Tony's. It wouldn't. Tony's, Tony's is, is just very American. national. Yeah. That's so dumb. Oscars is international. I know. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. Uh, yeah. Well, James McAvoy should win Best Actor for that thing because that was good and i did get cyrano de bergerac vibes from this too a little bit mm. i like some bits of it yeah. i was like yeah that's fair yeah i wish good. i could see it it was so good so, uh jake gyllenhaal's nomination was for a play called seawall slash a life hmm. i did hear about that i have not really looked into that i'm bad at keeping up with the plays i'm not i don't know why i know that one that's weird. because it's jake gyllenhaal <laughs> oh yeah well, I was gonna say he, he's pretty vocal Jake about Gyllenhaal. all that. I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. He has, you know, the occasional times that I like checked it on his social presence. He's like, "I'm doing a play." Her. Sure. Look at me, I'm doing a play. Yeah, Still if you're a film actor and you movies. do a Broadway show, everyone's like, "Oh, they're real right. actors." Oh but if you're just a theater actor, they're like, Meh. "Yeah, you yeah. do stage." But then if you move to <laughs> movies, then you're like the next Sydney Greenstreet. Exactly. Everyone's really so cool. petty. Sydney. 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 Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. Okay, now um, I really want to see um, Adam Driver be in um, what, what was the, what's the name of that one that's referenced all the time in Marriage Story, the Sondheim oh. one. Oh, 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 oh. Um, it's a one word name. Wow. Oh my gosh. Company. I'm going to hate myself. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I want to see Adam Driver be in company. I freaking love that show. Ugh. Ugh. I just remembered that I haven't watched Marriage Story since it came out on Netflix. You've only seen it or once? Actually, I guess I saw it in the theater. But You got yeah. to see it in the theater? Yeah. You didn't tell me about that. I know. I think you were gone. You... You, but like you, you son of a me. bitch it was very spontaneous like oh. it, it, i think it was the same day it actually came out on netflix but like i found out that it was showing at the the mayan yeah or something downtown i didn't know you went to go so see i had it. to go down there and i saw it in the theater with oh. like two other people wow. and i was like <laughs> wow. it killed me That's and then i haven't watched it since i gotta you watch went to my, the mayan alone I, I think that was which that one one's was. in a sketchy area. Kind of. It's, it's like also right on Broadway. Ho, ho, ho. Indeed. But yeah, it was it was all right. It was cool. Huh. I was glad that I did it. But yeah, the point is, I haven't watched it yet again. And I should do that now that I have the Criterion copy. Yes, you should. Which is very nice. I could get anyway. into it about that movie. Indeed. But I won't. Sadly, we will not be talking about any any no Bumbug movies. Oh, no. Are we doing Francis? I, did, I put Francis on yeah, there. Doing You're doing Francis. Francis. Do we I have any do... Adam, other Adam Driver on this uh, list? I don't know. I think that's the only Adam Driver. He's the only one. Yeah. Oh, well. That's, at least he's on there. But I'm yeah, like... I, I felt like it made sense because it like goes, it's like an indie movie and it's like quintessentially indie mm-hmm. and like the tens notion of what that is, which is like kind of a big deal for a lot of film fans yeah. at the moment. But also like it harkens back to the French new wave, which we will have covered significantly by then. So right. I don't know. I thought it'd be Indeed. fun. Anyway. I agree. Um, cool. So children of paradise is a movie. Yeah. That exists so anyway, <laughs> I have, I have one more piece of trivia for you okay. that I wrote down uh, because Nazi things is fun. 
Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know who else got found guilty of treason with the Nazis? Mm. Uh, Arletti, the actress who played Carantz. She was found guilty of having an affair with a German officer. Nice. <laughs> and was basically found guilty of treason because of that. But apparently she just kind of kept working. <laughs> oh. oh, so she wasn't like killed or arrested? I guess, yeah. It, it sounded like she was, she was just, okay. She her, was just having fun times with her, a Nazi? Her, her, yeah, I guess so. That's rough. Her career continued, and this was this movie was her fourth time working with the director. Hmm. She so. just wanted to be loved. I guess. All the time. Even if he had, he had, he had to be a Nazi. <laughs> it's anyway, the that's accent it. for that's me. The, <laughs> <laughs> that's the last thing. <laughs> what a, a She's tired of these French pansies. Like speaking yeah. French. She really likes the just uh, aggressive, angry accent. It yes. just occurred to me. You could speak languages other than English with different accents, and I don't know what that sounds like. Right? Is that a thing? <laughs> no, it's not. That Nobody does. Thing. Nobody but I was just like, oh my gosh, a German person trying to speak French. Like, what is that? Sound I feel like, like you could probably distinguish the difference between like, yeah. you know, S- Spanish from like Mexico versus Spanish from Spain. Right. Like it's, oh it's yeah. That's obvious. that's definitely a thing. Yeah. And you can also definitely hear the difference between like Brazilian Portuguese and Portuguese, but totally. those are more like it's like dialect dialects. Most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just like you know, if you tr- if you're like speaking English, but in like a French accent or a German accent, you're like, oh, it's an accent that comes from a different language, but we're just applying it to this language. It's like how a person who speaks that natively. Sp- I want. I want to hear and somebody with a French accent speak Japanese. Yeah. Exactly. Like, what the heck would that like? How does that work? I don't know. I, I I'm not exposed. Try. I'm not exposed to things, and I don't cool. know. So I'm not exposed to things. There's probably YouTube videos about I this. I don't know and I'm things. Anyway, um, yeah, I think I think that's all I had note wise for the movie. It was good. It wasn't my favorite, but it was pretty good. I think I kind of almost appreciate it more after talking about it now. It's very and nice. I feel more comfortable with my four star review. Yeah. That's good. All good things. Yeah, I I think I kind of really like it. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, there's just the like. We haven't really talked about Natalie. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I feel very bad for Natalie. Yeah, we, we, like like so Baptiste, bad. we have neglected Natalie. <laughs> that was a time. The, the end of that movie with Natalie yeah. just being like, oh, he needs, you know, he just needs time to himself. He's, yeah. he's hibernating. He'll come back to uh, us. And, and, and it's just like, Natalie. What about Why me? you do this, Baptiste? From the beginning. She was too hopeful for her own good. <laughs> no. But the ending, when she just like... Just standing there. Yeah. Alone. Holding yeah, her like... arms out. And I was like, uh. Damn. And uh, it's just that he... He just, in the very worst way, does not respond to her at all after mm-hmm. he's cheated yeah, on he's her. Like, like, he's he just is her. only trying to find Garance. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, so you... I mean, that's just the most damage you could possibly do to Natalie's yeah, brain. Right. Like, much. you've just destroyed her and then destroyed her more by, mm-hmm. like, not even looking at her, you know? Yeah. He really does suck. And it's like, <laughs> like it's like I, I had a little bit of, you know, you could kind of be a little hopeful for him earlier in the movie. And then by the end when he does, it's like, who the fuck are you? Why would you pansied do this? out in the bedroom. Originally, yeah, he could have just gone for it the first time, and he ran away. Yeah, and I guess my thought was like, I guess he should have just never been with Natalie to begin with. Right, obviously, because he doesn't, because he never cared about her. But also, like, 
Joker, Natalie. Yeah, no. for sure. For sure. She didn't deserve that. She was just trying. And that, like, his, the kid is waiting, like, right outside the door, right? And he just, like, runs right past it, like, does mm-hmm. not even give a shit about his yeah. kid. It's wild. And then Garance gets lost in the parade. She makes it to a carriage, and she's riding off. Little does she know that her her big count husband man has been murdered. Oh, yeah. Good times. Yeah, I do really like the, uh, however you say his name, mm. the the criminal boy. Mm, mm-hmm. Because... <laughs> Boy, he's his teasing whole, that knife the whole time. Yeah, his his whole mm. thing is just like he's he's trying to like find a way to like use his talents or like entertain himself or something in this very like sadistic way throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know, there's just something about his character that is really unique and very satisfying, and yeah. just seeing what he chooses to do with being a scary psychopath. He is here to cause problems on purpose. Mm-hmm. He is here. He is mm-hmm. here. He and is his here. hair. It's really bad. It's weird. It looks like he just got out of the shower the whole movie. Yeah. It looks like <laughs> wet and plastered to his or head. Or it looks like a... Yeah, looks that's a like good way to describe it. Mr. Collins from Pride and Prejudice. Oof. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Anyone else see that? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I can see that. Yeah, I, that. I don't I know seen that since so I've long. watched any version of that. But I think it's I know It's so good. I love it. It's so good. Watch it again. Be fun. On DVD, be an upgrade <laughs> DVD. for me. I w- and video. Yeah, we watched it on VHS. Yes, didn't I we? watched the VHS copy with it you. It was a six VHS yeah. box set. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It was actually yeah on this crappy TV. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. I really wish we could go back to that vacation mm-hmm. home place. It's cool. Yeah. Was that the last time that you went? Yeah. Dang. Haven't been since. It's been mm-hmm. five years. It's been a minute. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with yeah. the fires right now, the other vacation home is probably going to burn down if it hasn't already. Really? Yeah. Is it right by there? The cabin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's going to get it. Sad. I heard it was like just avoiding Estes. Hmm. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe it'll just avoid all these lovely humans. It's like two, three miles away from it. And we just got really lucky that instead of the 70 mile an hour winds blowing directly south, they blew directly east. Hmm. Mm. So we're like somewhat safe for Jeez. the moment. And also then it started getting colder, which has helped a lot. Yeah. But still afraid. But also they don't have, they, they, their projected containment date is like November 8th. So like there's a lot of time for it to go another oh my few gosh. miles and just like burn everything. To yeah. Being hell. able to actually see the flames in the mountains from here is yeah. pretty weird. Would it kill to get some rain? <laughs> Some yeah. snow. That's all I ask. Please. It's not. It's just weird because like this isn't even wildfire season. Yeah. Yeah. It's freaking. I mean, not and, and I, I guess I just, you know, I mean, I guess we already know what happened because you know we're recording this like a week. <laughs> yeah, before. November eighth was so long ago. Yeah. I mean, I guess we're in December <laughs> now and right. whatever, and we don't record ahead of time or anything. So. Yeah. Never. Exactly. But uh. But yeah, that was a weird time that we all had to had to deal with, you know, back then when the fires were raging. <laughs> Glad everything worked out weird. and the yeah. cabin is oh my okay. Gosh. Yeah. By the time this Wink. comes out, hopefully we like know who our president is. Oh, we that, already dang. know who the president. What if it comes? What if this episode is out and we don't? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Or our country is on fire not just from wildfires but maybe also from people setting it on fire <laughs> well oh what if you from texas past. is its own country 
and north and the Pacific <laughs> Northwest know. becomes its own country. I, say, I don't know if Texas and we get refugee status to go leave to Canada. And Chill, I'm going to Canada. Let's go. They, Canada doesn't doesn't want us. Which I know. Is a sad thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna be that an makes me so Canadian depressed. Immigrant. I want to go to Australia. Yeah. Me too. There you go. Let's go. I go there. Second it's plan B. Movie Overload plan moves to Australia. <laughs> the C, bonus episode. Find us on Patreon. Plan D, Ireland it even happen. Yeah, there you go. Ireland would be cool. Anyway, not to get depressing. Movie anyway. good. Watch movies to escape Actually, reality. I I highly mm-hmm. recommend you watch this if you're if you're on the fence or if you love theater or if you love any if you like movies. Mm-hmm. Honestly, just go see it. It's kind of it's kind of great. It's cool. I think it's worth your time. You could do a lot worse. Yeah, you could be watching Gone with the Wind. It's true. Lol. Why would you true. do that? Yeah. <laughs> I guess Haven still wants to watch it. No. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to watch it. I feel like I have to. And I'm like, I don't know. But you don't. 100 essential films. I just don't know. You don't. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, yeah, I guess it's a classic, but like. It kind of belongs on the list, but it's not like you want to watch it. It's like maybe you got to press it and you got to. I guess it's kind of more significant, but like. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. How would you how would you rank this according to the other stuff that we've we've covered? I don't know. It's no, probably more middle like middle of the pack. Like it, yeah. there's definitely ones I liked less. Like I don't know. At least the the two you know, when the yeah. Gone with the Wind were pretty rough. But like I think the Disney ones, Gone with the Wind, mm, yeah. a, a lot of the late '30s ones, yeah. for me were were lower. Mm, I, agree. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, Those were pretty boring all the way through, and this yeah. at least had stuff that I definitely enjoyed, mm-hmm. but just like. I don't know. It wasn't the most standout overall package. That's fair. Yeah. It could have done a little bit more to like feel like it's saying something mm-hmm. about our, our world or right. something yes. to like make it feel like it has that relevance in my head. Yeah. I guess. More timeless. Um, but for, for what it is and what it does, it's, it's, I think it's, it perfectly succeeds at doing what it's trying to do. And I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I'd say it's He's upper cute. middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the French films so far, like I don't, I don't mean to be that basic bitch, but like all the French films are like pretty much my These thing. We're pretty good at making movies. I think so. What are we doing next? The next film we are covering is "It's forgot. a Wonderful Life." I think. <gasps> yeah. Sweet. So that'll be. Uh, I've got to prepare my Frank Capra report. Pretty close to Christmas. All, all three Christmas. of us have uh, actually seen that already. Right? Yeah. Yes. Is that the first time? Probably. I think so. First Unless we've it? all seen Wizard of Oz or something. Oh, that we all seen all Wizard of Oz. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I'd yeah. seen Wizard of Oz oh. a million times. Oh, yeah. So we are doing one of them. And then we get to do the Third Man. Mm-hmm. I think then... the Third Man ends up being our Christmas episode, but probably. It's a Wonderful Life is like a week before. It's like yeah, Christmas hype video. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then I get to do Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Ooh. Dang, we're like actually we're we're getting close to like some big stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Still got a long way to go. Yeah. Yep. Fun cool. times. Um, so All do right. we? We got to plug shit, right? Uh, I think I guess so. Plug that shit. Movieoverloadpod.com dot com. Movieoverload underscore on Twitter. Movieoverloadpod on Instagram. Nailed it. And then, like you know, we're on all the different things. We're on YouTube yep. and whatever. Leave us a review on iTunes. Yeah. Give us five stars, and then just tell us to fuck off. I don't know. <laughs> and Woody Allen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck off Woody Allen and fuck off you three. Yep. 
yeah, yeah we're and also to, we're I'm not even mad. we have a patreon too and we're wanting to start like really loading it up with stuff mm-hmm. um but it it's hard it's to get kind of motivated when nobody pays us. When nobody's listening to it, it's a little, it's a little harder for us to it's justify the massive amount of work that it takes to get out, say, the Charlie Chaplin episode we're working on yeah. out of the door because it requires watching like 20 of his films and reading an entire autobiography of his. So it's like... Oh, wow. Yeah. Really That's not simple it. like we discussed. No. Well, <laughs> I don't know if we would all do that. It'd probably just be you doing I'll that. I'll read the autobiography. I guess. But you we could all watch, watch the movies, movies at least. Most of which are short. We have to watch some horror movies, so yeah, oh we got to do that too. But we need we, we got to do need that. People like, on those tiers to be able to produce that stuff we because it's a just, lot of work. Can we do some of that this month anyway, just as an excuse to watch more horror movies? Sure. It would, I want to watch some horror movies. I would be okay doing that because th- then we got you know, and we can try and put them out this month because spoilers, it's October. Hunter, Shh, shut up. We'll have like <laughs> oh a small. Gosh. We'll have a small backlog. Yep. By the time you're hearing this, but I cannot watch the thing. But we can't, we can't be loading it up the way we want to, yet. Yeah. So. There was this movie someone told me to watch. I think it was a Stephen King movie Ooh. that actually sounded good, but I can't remember. Could go either no. way. Um, Barbara Finkelman's "Don't Dead Say Pet Dream. Cemetery." He already did. It. No, I'm trying to think of like time, what the, the shining. It's the fog one. Yeah, the shining. I thought it was Stephen King, and I'm not gonna be able to find it. But that's fine. The Dark Tower. I just, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen, uh, I've seen The Shining, obviously, and I've seen Carrie. Oh yeah. And that's as scary Have as seen I Dr. Palmer. Got. I haven't. Yeah. Carrie. Damn. <laughs> Wait, know. you haven't seen Carrie? No. The old one? No. We're having a good time here, chatting away. Mm-hmm. Sorry, distracted. It's a good time. I was gonna say, let's watch this movie, because this sounds actually kind of cool and scary for our Patreon. Ooh. Now I can't find it, so whatever. Sad. So I guess we won't. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, if you remember off pod, tell me, because I want to know. I will. Cool. Well, Scream. Thanks, guys, for listening. We appreciate it. Um, go watch movies, have a life, and don't get overloaded. And yeah. as we say mm-hmm. here, when we do an episode, and it's that time for the episode where we say the thing at the end of it, and it's the podcast, and that's the cue for Hunter to say. I'm not even kidding you. I got nothing. I'm not even gonna try. I tr- I just I mean I just tried while you were saying that, and I'm like, I got nothing. I, I I remember I thought about it and I was like, I'm going to have to take notes and look at quotes and see something good. I can pull up a list of quotes. I can do it on the fly. Say it in French, though, if you do. Oh, no. Because I feel like you Moi owe us that much. Check it out. Moi? Children of Paradise quotes. Je ne sais quoi? Uh, ooh. Something ooh. from Frederick. Oh, Eduardo. Maybe. Oh, wow. That was very specific. Ooh, there's a Children of Paradise wiki quote page. Oh, boy. We, I'm so glad we, we got it pulled up in time, the professionalism uh, we got here. Not only are you rich, but you want to be loved as if you are poor. Oh, that's pretty good. Doesn't really end off an episode, though. And Baptiste said, you were right, girls. Love is simple. Oh, that was uh, fucked. He was wrong. <laughs> I hated that. Yeah. I did, too. Like, he's... Like the line happened and I was like, oh, and then I was like, no.
<laughs> not this. <laughs> My camera pans away or... and I just got deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> this is fun. Sorry. See, I forgot how good these are. Lesson air. I don't love you, but you are the only woman for whom I have no contempt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway. Yeah. Do you have any from Ragman? Rag, uh, probably. Because <laughs> he had some really good ones. Hmm. Not on this page, it looks like. Sad. But Ragman. The Ragman. He say things like, that is fun. me Jericho. Count of my horn. Oh, yeah, that one was fun. That was good. Quotes. I may be drunk, but I've still got principles. <laughs> Apparently that's his. That's that's fun. I'm sorry I failed you. That's fine. Oh yeah, here's more. Remember, they call me the tightwad. When... I can't say that word. I don't want to say The tightwad? The... Oh yeah, right, I remember. I, I don't have faith in myself. You can edit this part out. <laughs> they call me the spark, the stoker, the dove keeper, because I like to keep turtle doves together. <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right. Good writing, though. So. It's good. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I okay. think we're tired. I'm what time is it? It's like it's one, 1100 o'clock. I'm going it. away. I, I recorded the podcast. I'm walking away. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Have fun. Bye. Bye.